Hey there, educational rock stars. Are you feeling overwhelmed with lesson planning for your English language learners? Well, I've got some exciting news for you. Introducing our upcoming free webinar, Simplify Your Approach, Three Time-Saving Routines for ELL Success. Join me for a power-packed 45 minutes that's set to revolutionize your teaching strategy. In this webinar, we'll dive into three practical, easy-to-implement routines that will not only enhance your ELL teaching methods, but also save you hours of planning time. Yes, hours. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, these insights are tailored to help everyone make the most of their teaching time. Plus, you'll leave this webinar ready to implement these routines the next day. So mark your calendars for our two upcoming dates. I don't want you to miss this opportunity to transform your ELL lesson planning. To reserve your spot, simply sign up at www.equippingells.com slash routines. Trust me, your future self will thank you for it. I'll see you at the webinar. Teaching ELL students is a privilege and a joy. Is it easy? No way. But with the right support, you can feel empowered to tackle each day with ease and confidence. I'm your host, Beth Boucher, founder of Inspiring Young Learners. With over 10 years of teaching both nationally and internationally, I know what it takes to ensure that your ELL students have what they need to thrive today, tomorrow, and for life. I'm on a mission to empower you to equip your English language learners. Welcome to Equipping ELLs. Let's get to today's episode. You are listening to episode 24 of the Equipping ELLs podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Equipping ELLs. Summers for teachers need to be about rest, relaxation, and recharging after a hard and difficult year. But what if in just one hour or less a week, you could do a few strategic tasks that will help you be prepared and ahead for when you go back to school? Today, I'm going to share with you six areas you should set up now so you are ready to go. Now, make sure to stay until the end for an exciting summer challenge that I'll be hosting where I'm going to walk you through each of these six areas. So you're not going to have to do this all on your own. Let's get started. All right. So as we look at the year wrapping up, the first thing I want to challenge you to do and share with you before we dive into the six things is to just take even 15, 20 minutes and set a timer and just write out your thoughts on how this year went. Keep a running record of just your things that went well, things that you want to do again for next year, areas of of friction in your classroom or in your planning, write those things down. Just do a brain dump of this whole year. What teachers did you work really well with? What students made huge progress? It's so important at the end of the year that we take that time to reflect. I know for myself at the end of the year when I was so exhausted, I'm packing up my room, I'm just ready to be done and be on summer break. And the last thing I want to do is sit and reflect and really think about the year. I think, oh, at the start of next year, I'll remember these things. But the reality is I never would. And that really 
kind of set me back every year because I didn't have a clear plan of, all right, I'm going to keep doing these morning meetings because this has been really successful and really helpful for my students. Or I'm going to really work on the summer planning out a better idea of where my students need to go so I have a plan and path to take them on. Maybe that's an area of friction. So take 20 minutes, brain dump about this year, write the great things that happened, write the areas you want to improve, and then just focus on one thing. You don't need to do it all. Again, this was always my downfall that I thought, okay, great, it's summer. I'm going to, especially when I was, you know, single and didn't have a husband or kids, I would think, okay, I'm going to get all this stuff done. And in the end, I barely got anything done. I usually would try to make one priority of some sort of organizational thing, whether it was organizing my guided reading books or my library or something like that. And that's, I usually did get that done, which was really helpful. But I'm here to tell you that there are some other things you can do during the summer that don't take a lot of brain work, but will have huge, huge benefits once you get back into the school year. Because we all know when August rolls around, we are hitting the ground running and we feel like we're flying so fast that we have to keep going and we don't have time to really think, to contemplate, to reflect, to plan. And that's where the success happens. We don't want to just be teaching like our hair is on fire and not have a clear path and plan. Which leads me into the first thing you can do this summer that is going to have huge benefits for this back-to-school year. And that is to define your scope and sequence. Now, we as ESL teachers are different than a homeroom teacher in the fact that a lot of times homeroom teachers have clear standards, okay? Here's your second grade common core ELA and math standards, go. Or they have, here's your math scope and sequence from the curriculum we're using, go. And then it comes down to our ELL students and we think, what exactly am I supposed to be teaching these students? Where am I supposed to be getting them to? What's a realistic path to take them on? How do I know that I'm staying on target? Have you ever asked yourself those questions? (laughs) Because I sure have. And without a clear scope and sequence, we're totally guessing. And that's where we get overwhelmed. That's where we overplan or we just constantly plan without really knowing if we're doing what's best. That's where we're lacking and checking in with our students to make sure that they are getting and making the progress that should be expected of them. So it really all comes down to starting with the scope and sequence. And like I said, in the next six episodes, we're going to go into each of these in depth. So I'm not going to do that today. But I want to get your mind set up now so that you can pull whatever scope and sequences your school has that they provide to you. If they don't provide any, that's okay. I'm going to be sharing with you a free year-long scope and sequence for newcomers and intermediates. So don't worry. But what we're going to do is we're going to just next episode, take a look at that scope and sequence and figure out how can we make this a very usable document to guide our year. That sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? (laughs) Hey, teachers, I'm interrupting this episode to ask you a quick question. How different would your life be if you could confidently plan effective and engaging lessons for your yellow students in a fraction of the time? I created my membership equipping ELLs to do just that. 
When you join, you gain instant access to the exact resources you need, proven and prepped for you, plus a supportive private community of like-minded educators. Join us today at www.equippingells.com. Now back to the episode. So the first thing, define your scope and sequence. So get any scope and sequence you currently have, any standards you're using, and grab those and take them home with you this summer. You'll want to use those for our challenge. The second thing you can do right now to get ready for back to school is to take a glance, a quick view ahead of your quarterly goals and assessments. And like I said, we're going to walk through this. So this is just to get your brain ready and get your, your ideas flowing. But those quarters go by so fast. And all of a sudden, we have report cards that are due. We have assessments that need to be taken. We need data points that need to be written down and recorded. And I don't know if you're like me, but all of a sudden, the first you know quarter would fly by and all it's, it's the end of October. And I need to have these things ready. And I wasn't ready. And so if we can set up quarterly goals, quarterly targets, and what assessments we're going to use now, imagine how freeing that will be, that you can pull up your calendar come August and you'll go, okay, I know in mid-September I'm going to do a mid-quarter check-in and I already have this assessment available. And I know at the end of the quarter I'm going to use this assessment and I already have some report card comments already drafted up. Think of how much easier things would flow if you already have these things planned ahead of time. So that's something else you can work on this summer. The next thing is defining expectations. Now we're getting in, we're kind of taking this over this 30,000 foot view and zooming in. So we start with our scope and sequence. We're going to zoom into our quarterly goals And then we're going to zoom in even more to those daily expectations, because this is an area where I see a lot of teachers either don't expect enough of their ELLs and keep them in, you know, an area that they're not growing because they're not having high expectations set upon them, or teachers who are setting too high of expectations without providing the appropriate scaffolds and support that those students need. So then the students end up feeling frustrated and defeated. And that's the opposite of what we want as well. And so really, we want to spend time focusing on those daily expectations, getting to know what our students at each level can do. And we're going to talk about things like the WIDA standards or whatever your different state standards. I will give you an overview of those in the next episode and kind of give my insight on those standards. But we need to have clear ideas and have discussions of what should this second grade student who's a newcomer, what should I expect of that student? And I'm here to help you walk that through and walk that out so you can have those clear expectations, which is going to make that daily teaching of your ELLs much easier. Now from there, something else you can do this summer that is going to help you immensely is to create lesson plan templates. And what I mean by that is not to laminate your lesson plans from every year and just pull them out and use them again because our students are different every single year. And especially when we're working with ELLs, we know that we could have a second grade level two student 
one year and this activity works great for that student and he's making really good progress. And the next year we could have a second grade level two student who that doesn't work that well for them or they're they're missing something that they need that that student from the last year didn't or already had. And so our ELOs are very different. We cannot just rinse and repeat every year. But what we can do is we can create some lesson plan templates now that will help us to easily be prepared for whatever lesson we're teaching. So this is where that reflection comes in now at the end of the year of what are some activities that I'm doing frequently that would be make my life so much easier if I had a template already done, like bingo boards. What if I already had a template saved on my computer that I could just open up, throw in the vocabulary we're working on and have it ready? Or what if I had a vocabulary card template and hint, hint, I'll give you all these templates. So don't worry. I'm here to help you out. What if I had some digital slides that I could just throw in our, our language objectives, our content objectives. I could throw in a picture to build background, all of those types of things. If we got those set up now, it's going to make our lesson planning a whole lot easier. So think and take that time, like I said at the beginning, of reflecting of what are those areas that you're seeing that if you had a template created, your life would be a lot easier. If you had a newsletter template created, you would be able to communicate much easier with parents. So take time to write those things down and we'll get to that episode and I'll be sharing a lot of templates with you in that episode. So don't worry about that. The next thing I recommend is to get the first couple weeks set up for your newcomers, for resources for your newcomers. So, you know, having a newcomer welcome kit available, a folder that welcomes them that with activities that are perfect for their language level. Getting that set up now is going to help you go into the school year feeling really calm, ready, prepared. I mean, who doesn't like to feel prepared? Every time I'm ahead of the game, I feel so great. And every time I am up late at night and, you know, procrastinated, it's a terrible feeling. And so that's why I really want to encourage you and help you to use just a little bit of time. Because again, the summer is for you. The summer is for you to relax and rest, but to use a little bit of your time to get prepared now. So spending some time to set up resources for your newcomers, even if you don't think you'll have newcomers or you haven't been teaching newcomers, as we see across the country, the numbers of in- newcomers are increasing rapidly. And so I wouldn't under, I wouldn't assume that you will not have newcomers last next year. So having that folder prepared and really simple, just in one, you know, one hour, you could print the activities put them in a folder. And again, I'll give you that folder. Don't worry. You'll have that all ready for your students. And then the last thing you can work on this summer is setting up your resources for your intermediates. And this works really well, especially if you are going to have the same students as last year. You already know them. You know what they really enjoyed, what really worked for them. You know what routines you want to get set up right away. You know what areas they need some extra improvement in. Reflect on that and think, you know, do I want to try to incorporate more technology? Was technology an area that was really frustrating last year? Why was it frustrating? Were there a lot of issues with how my students rotated and the routines that were set up? Did they have clear expectations of what they were supposed to do? Even doing something as simple as trying to, you know, if you can go in and talk with IT or get a student device and load the apps you want on the home screen and get and play around with those this summer so you're really familiar with what the students need to do, that's going to help you then easily get your students set up 
when the school year comes of the of the tech that you want them to be using. There's nothing worse than trying to teach students a new app when we're not that familiar with it ourselves. And so spending a little time of finding those apps you want to use with your intermediates, setting up, maybe you want to try to work on some guided reading this year with your intermediates. So maybe reading a book on guided reading. Last week's episode was all about six different PD books that I recommend to read this summer. So that's the time to kind of think and dream and plan this summer so that you have the time to think about that. Because we all know in the school year, as much as we want to make that happen, it's very difficult. So I want to encourage you to just carve out 30 minutes, one hour a week to really think thoughtfully of what you want next school year to look like. Because when you are prepared, regardless of what is going on in your building, with the administration, if you are prepared, you are going to feel a whole lot more successful and ready when August rolls around. Now, like I said, don't worry about all of these different things that I shared with you today. I just want you to kind of get your mind ready for that. Grab some materials that you might want to bring home with you this summer because each week for the next six weeks, we're going to be walking through each of these areas. So again, we're going to be the first week we're going to be talking about how to define your scope and sequence. I'm going to give you a scope and sequence that's editable so you can add in what works for your students, your school, plus it will have that framework, that guide already done for you. Then we'll go into setting up quarterly goals and assessments and some insight into that. We'll then talk about defining expectations. And I'm going to give you a freebie that you do not want to miss out on because it will make it very clear what you need to do at each grade level at each language domain based off WIDA can do descriptors. Then we'll move into creating weekly lesson plan templates and just other templates that are going to help ease your stress and ease your lesson planning process. And then we'll go into setting up resources for newcomers, which I'll give you some newcomer resources that you can just print and get ready. And then setting up resources for intermediates, which again, I'll be giving you some resources for intermediates, which you can set up and get ready. So these are going to be short, actionable episodes that are up that are going to be coming up. And the whole purpose is to get you ready. So this is called the series is going to be called Setting Up for Successful Year series. And there's going to be a fun challenge that goes along with this because we all love challenges and it's so much more fun when we get something that holds us accountable to getting ready because sometimes in the summer, it's hard to really turn that brain back on to school mode. So stay tuned for next week where I will be sharing all about our first area, which is defining your scope and sequence. And I'll be sharing all about the challenge, the prizes you can win and how to make sure that you are a part of that challenge. Now, in the meantime, please come join our Facebook group, Inspiring Young Learners Engage, because that's where a lot of the discussions will be happening. The challenges will be happening. Get in there now. You'll hear more about it on next week's episode. But think about anything else. Again, going back to the beginning, take time to reflect this week, set 15 to 20 minutes on a timer and just let yourself brain dump because that's going to help you as we go through each of these topics in the next six weeks. It's going to help you really focus on the areas you want to improve on for next year. If this is exciting to you, if you feel that you're going to be set up and ready for next school year with each of these upcoming episodes, please share this with a friend, tag a friend with this episode on Instagram, or just send it to them. 
in a message because I want to help all teachers get ready as best as they can for this next upcoming school year. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.